0: You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind.
1: Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Your rookie drafts are going to be here before you know it. It's good running back class, right? So we're going to talk about five rookie running backs that you need to know. <laughs> Joining me, like always, are my faithful co-host Nate Christian, Phil Porkman Simmons, and Chevin Nooney. Gentlemen, hi. Why does
2: Phil
3: game. look like an OC right now? He's <laughs> about to write up some plays. Just needs a little uh, mic. I'm going to putting some plays up here when we start doing our full scouting reports. It's oh. coming soon. I can't
1: wait. Phil is an offensive coordinator. (laughs) Bro, run the ball, bro.
3: Run the ball, bro. (laughs) This is my favorite. This is my favorite time of the year. So Mm -hmm. you'll you'll definitely see me a lot on a lot of these scout reports on all the positions. Yes. Okay. So it's time for scouting.
1: Is that what makes January so special to you?
3: Yes. And Barnaby King next week. That's That's
1: true. Anything else that you want to celebrate in January?
2: No, that's yeah, about I wish
0: there was, wish was more to celebrate, honestly.
1: not. <laughs> My little girl will turn four in a few weeks, so that's what I'll be celebrating. But that's first, we're awesome. we going to celebrate the amazing running backs. They're going to be hitting your dynasty roster very, very soon. So getting ready for rookie drafts, we're going to just take a brief look at the five top running back prospects in this class. And we're going to talk about some of their strengths, weaknesses, any concerns that we may have but uh, we're not going to keep you here all night so let's get to it. So let's start off with Bijan Robinson. Many people are saying he is the consensus 101 in any format. Nate, your thoughts?
0: I, I am in complete agreement. Bijan Robinson, he is one of these players that we only see come out, you know, once every 5 years or so. They get the generational label. You know, the last running back to have this label and this much hype coming into the draft was probably Saquon Barkley before that Ezekiel Elliott, you know, these high, high level players that are able to make a huge impact year one. And we've seen some other running backs make a big impact year one. Um, You know, JT, by the end of his first season was making an impact. Um, Najee Harris made a big impact his first year, but you know, we felt that was more volume based than maybe efficiency Bijan, he's going to have the volume and the efficiency, and he's going to give us a rookie year that is, is assuming much like Ezekiel Elliott's, uh, with his talent as long as he gets a good landing spot. His ability to run between the tackles, have the burst to get into the second level. You know, he has not the the greatest speed in the world. He's not going to go out there and run a four three, yep. but he has plenty of speed for his frame, six foot two fifteen. He has some really impressive burst. He kind of is. Uh, maybe lacking on the long speed. Some people might say, but still at the end of the day, he's still able to finish off a lot of home run runs. Yeah. So this is a guy that has all of it as a runner. And then when you add in the receiving ability, he's able to go out there and play outside, just like a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. His ability to run routes, comfortable lining up everywhere along the field. B. John Robinson really checks all the boxes that you want as a running back. And he was uber productive in college with Texas. So, at this point, running backs aren't as valuable as they used to be. That's why he's not going to be a top five pick. But we're only a couple of years removed from Bijan being a projected top five pick in the NFL draft.
2: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I, th- I think if I wanted to see one thing, maybe a little bit is just maybe not dancing so much. He's just being patient. But when he puts his head down and he gets low, like he's going to run through you most of the times. And I just wish he would do that a little bit more. But like Nate said, everything perfect. So yeah, yeah, he's a great player.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think the one thing I like to see improve a little bit more, but you know, we always bring this up, but it gets you on the field is the pass blocking um in the backfield. Sometimes he gets a little bit uh knocked back on his butt the first time. Then next time uh the same guy comes at him, you know, he has a little bit more of a uh, uh, angst to, to get back in his get back in his grill. But other than that, the guy's a the guy's a beast. Uh he is our consensus R B one for right now and uh there's not much to say about him. Nate pretty much said everything about him. He's a, he's a good dude. He's going to get in your good grill. Player. Hard to hear.
1: That's right. He might have angst about it, but he's going to get in your grill. So let's move on to a guy who we don't have to worry about top end speed at all and footwork out the wazoo. Samir Gibbs at Alabama. Remember how people are saying, I don't know why he transferred to Alabama because he improved why, his draft man. capital.
0: Yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, You know, Jameer Gibbs, we already knew coming into this year that he was a talented running back. Um, Some people already had him as the RB2 in this class. And he was going to Georgia Tech, which he really wasn't being given the opportunity to really put his talent at the national level. And Alabama did that. And while Alabama's offense was not the usual Alabama offense this year, they molded their offense around Jameer Gibbs. And when a coach like Nick Saban is willing to take an offense and put it around a single player – because he knows there's weaknesses elsewhere, and he can mold his offense to fit Jameer Gibbs. That's how you know Jameer Gibbs is a talented player, because Nick Saban is willing to do that. And what does Jameer Gibbs do well? Where he catches the ball really well in the backfield. He has the speed that, Mike, you were just talking about to finish off those long runs, but also creates separation. You know he's not just the running back. He's going to take the checkdowns, the screens, you know, the flats. Mm-hmm. He's also out there running wide receiver routes. He's yeah. creating separation out of his breaks. He is taking the ball immediately from the catch point and transitioning into running down the field. So Jameer Gibbs really got the show off this year. He was basically their best wide receiver at Alabama this year. And on top of that, some people you know saw the stats, didn't see the the usual you know, 1500 yards out of your Alabama running back. And they assume that Jameer Gibbs, you know, is not a good runner. He's more of a scat back. Well, you're wrong because at Georgia tech, he was the workhorse running back and he did take on a large rushing workload and he was productive. You know, he has been productive at both levels, you know, both areas of his game. And at this point, there's not too many more boxes to check. Some people might be worried about his size. He's not small, He's not a big guy either, though, but he brings plenty of size and thickness to the NFL. But I don't think he's going to have any problems transitioning. I'm just very interested to see where he ends up because of his really impressive skill set. The ceiling for him is really high, especially in fantasy football, where we're you know giving points out per reception.
1: One thing I'll add to that, you're talking about his speed, watching some film on him the other day. There was a screen pass that he took, and it looked like he was just casually jogging, and he slowed down. And he let the linebacker come up on him and he just took off. So the fact that his stops are his ability to decelerate and accelerate at just just on a whim when he needs to, and mm-hmm. he knows how to use his speed. I think that's something that's underestimated about a player. Are they fast? That's great. You could be fast as much as you want, but using your speed, turning it on and off that's to bait defenders in is such an underrated trait. Nate, I want to go back real quick. I'm sorry, I meant to do this before. We're talking one hundred ones here, and Bijan is a consensus one hundred one. I want to compare him to the last two one hundred ones. So, Nate, would you rather have Bijan Robinson or Brees Hall? Bijan. Okay. I think. Are we all in agreement on that?
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bijan Robinson or Jonathan Taylor? As prospects, let's put it that way.
3: As think, prospects, yeah,
0: I do prefer Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson has the the best grade of any running back I've scouted.
2: Okay. I, th- I think Jonathan Taylor didn't get to do as much catching passes out of the backfield so probably have to be Bijan. just prospect wise i think we just saw more of his game than what we saw from jonathan taylor honestly
3: that's true
1: phil you're in yeah with i'm you?
3: with that too because we didn't see it was just the pass catching we didn't see none of that but he's got all, all those receptions he's got mad uh rushes so yeah from the full body of work it has to be Bijan in that case
1: right and to uh do some pork translation mad russians means a lot of rushes so pork hello, can i tell
2: you can i tell you why jameer gibbs left georgia tech two of the top running backs in that program was from 1930 stumpy thomason <laughs> stumpy, and my boy, stumpy. father lumpkin father <laughs> those are top 36 players in georgia tech history and there's not there's about six or seven more running backs there That's why he left to go be part of that group.
1: I I was watching some Jameer Gibbs Georgia Tech film. First of all, that that tells me this dude's a great receiver because that's how they primarily used him at Georgia Tech. They, but here's Mm -hmm. the thing: that team could not run block to save their life at all. I completely understand Mm -hmm. why Jameer Gibbs left Georgia Tech. He went to a fantastic opportunity at Alabama. I can't blame him. There's potentially he's a first round pick. But um, all right, thank you for the stumpy info.
2: I'm not sure the gap. Too big either from Bijan to Gibbs. Because if I get Gibbs at the one oh two, I'm gonna be pretty sneaking happy from what I've seen mm-hmm. so far.
1: I mean, the, the the gap is a lot closer than going from Brees Hall to Kenneth Walker last year, in my opinion. And we all we like those two guys, but I thought mm-hmm. the gap was a little bigger. These guys are a little bit closer. I mean, they're there's they're gonna be close when I grade them out. I haven't done that yet. Yeah. So that's speed for Jameer for me. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a home run hitter. True. Not to say True. that, that Bijan's not, but His speed is just unreal. But uh, let's talk about a physical, kind of more of a ground and pound running back. If you like sleeping, watch Syracuse play offense. Nate, what are you thinking about Sean Tucker?
0: If you're talking about speed, perhaps no one in this class has better speed than Sean Tucker, who is a verified track athlete at the NCAA level, has really just impressed year in and year out at Syracuse and man speed 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 is what sean tucker brings to the table and that's why i think the nfl is going to be excited about him that's why i'm confident he gets day two draft capital he's going to go to the combine he's running a four three and there's a chance Mm -hmm. he runs a high four two i think it's more likely he's a four three because he's going to try to make sure his weights at a decent level for his weigh-in but when he runs that 40 yard dash at that kind of speed teams are going to get excited we're going to get excited and we should be because with that speed, Sean Tucker is able to break out huge plays. He is a good running back, he has good vision inside the pocket, inside the tackles. You know, he's not a guy who is just going to be a speed guy. You got to get out in space. He can create his own space. And mm-hmm. if you do want to get him in the space, luckily he's actually a pretty good pass catcher. He is confident when catching the ball and he also transitions very well after the catch. That's how Syracuse used him. When they used him, they got him the ball in a lot of different ways. He had 36 receptions in 2022, and we're going to see more of that in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The only question is, does he get a full workhorse uh, you know, workload? I don't think so, but he can be very, very effective as part of a backfield.
1: If he's the next Tony Pollard. Exactly. You're okay with that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I, I would be too. Especially
2: I mean, look, because you're, you're
0: picking them up at the end of the first, you know, early second in some
2: leagues. You know, yeah, I honestly think after the draft we'll have to take them a lot sooner than that. To be honest, mm-hmm.
1: very possible, especially in a one quarterback league.
2: Mm-hmm. Very possible.
1: Um, all right, so should have transferred, stuck it out at Auburn. Thanks, Bigsby.
0: Yeah, would you guys like him in Philadelphia?
3: What Sean, or... Sean Tucker? Sean Tucker. Yes, I if, would um, If they I, don't resign a Miles Sanders and keep Gainwell and Boston Scott back there, I think is a perfect perfect fit for that offense. To be honest,
1: I would prefer Jameer Gibbs if I had a choice over <laughs> Sean Tucker, but I'd be happy with Sean Tucker too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you be happy with him yeah. in Baltimore?
0: Yeah, you I go. think he could. You know, if that happens, it happens. You know, they got to look towards what's going to happen after Dobbins at this point, because he's going to be going into the last year of his rookie contract. And unfortunately, you know, just doesn't have the production for them to resign him. So if Sean Tucker is a future, Hey, I'm not going to complain about that. You know, the Ravens love speed. They really mm-hmm.
1: do. But uh, Nate, let's kick it back to tank Bigsby. Like I said, should have transferred. Didn't what are your thoughts on tank?
0: Yeah. Tank is a guy that we've had our eye on, you know, in the college community for years now. Mm-hmm. Um, Great true freshman season at Auburn. You know, he was able to put up a good amount of yards. I think he came around a thousand yards in the SEC as a true freshman, you know, double digit touchdowns. This is a guy that was bringing a physical kind of play right away at the age of 18 into the SEC. And all he's done throughout his college career is continue to bring that presence, continue to bring that and get better with his athleticism. He is looking more uh, smooth out there. He's accelerating better in his junior year than he was his true freshman year and sophomore year. You know, he's looking like a better athlete, which I think was one of the things that people are holding against him. And now that he has that mixed in with, you know, the consistent production, maybe he hasn't reached quite the levels that some of us were hoping for after his true freshman season, but Mm -hmm. Auburn, I think had a lot to do with that and, you know, the struggles that they've had. So tank Bigsby coming into the NFL draft, he really fits, you know, what we want as a running back size wise. I mean, When you're looking at a guy that's six foot to 210 pounds, you know, that is checking the box right there. Mm -hmm. And he plays bigger than his size. He is a physical guy. He is hard to bring down. You know, he's going to get a couple of Dalvin Cook comparisons out there because of his running style and how physical he is. And he can break off the home run plays, you know. He really checks a lot of boxes for me, and I'm actually really, really excited about Tank Bigsby because he can also catch the ball. And that's mm-hmm. where that added addition into his already really good running style and power with speed. It sets him up for what could be a workhorse role in the NFL, something that we don't see a lot of anymore. And when you get that kind of volume, that is valuable. I think Tank is a guy that could handle that kind of volume. We'll see if he gets it.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, Go port. yeah, yeah. I, I think with me, with Tank, though, um, the one thing that, that was a glaring uh, issue for me was his vision in between the tackles. I mean, there was a lot of cases where he could have cut a certain way and got more yards, but he gets to a point where he starts chopping his feet, and his feet stop, and then the the linebacker catches him. He didn't get the amount of yards that he should have gotten. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like small things that can get cleaned up whenever he gets drafted to a team and the running back coach gets to him. But that home run speed, man, you get this man in space, he's, he's just gone, and nobody's catching him. So I understand that Dalvin Cook um, comp there with you, but I think he needs to upgrade that vision and his profile, and if he does that, then he can, he can be a guy that can uh, lead a team t- for a lot of long runs um, at the next level.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright, so, Chad, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? No, I mean, Park basically said what I was going to say, just the home run speed. Once this guy sees a hole, I mean, he shoots through it, and good luck trying to catch this kid because he's going to blow by you. He's going he's gonna to be a good football player, especially if he gets in space. I mean, it's going to be trouble for teams. And A lot of these guys, too, we're talking about, like, they can, they're going to do a lot of their work on kickoff and punt return as well. Like, they have speed. They have a lot of potential there, in my opinion. Jameer Gibbs has already done it. And yep. put him in that position. May not hit every time, but they're going to hit at some point. They got some speed to these guys, man. It's, it's, it's fun to watch. It, it, like pork says the best time of the year
1: for sure yep. let's move on to the next one faster jordan howard as i like to call him zach charbonnet nate what are your thoughts
0: <laughs> yeah zach charbonnet you know i was uh, kind of upset when he went back to college last year Same. he graded out early on as my rb3 in last year's class right after Brees hall and kenneth walker i had him above uh, isaiah spiller james cook damian pierce all those other guys um, so when he he, when he, left, he went back to college, and I was a little sad knowing this was a, com- you know, a big running back class coming out. Uh, but he was able to maintain this position. He's still my RB3 for this class. Um, I really like Zach Charbonnet. I love his uh, blend of power to, and contact balance to go along with what might be lacking long speed-wise does not lack with you know, acceleration and lateral ability despite his frame. Um, you know, that's another guy that's really improved his athleticism over the past couple of years in college, because looking at true freshman Zach Charbonnet, who actually led Michigan, led Michigan's backfield as an 18 year old in the Big Ten, um, that Zach Charbonnet did not look as smooth as the Zach Charbonnet that we've seen out on the West Coast. All that avocado toast does a lot of, you know, <laughs> stuff for your flexibility. And he's out there making cuts now, making people miss, getting skinny. Um, you know, I love what Zach Charbonnet really brings to the table, especially because he he's not necessarily receiving back, but he can do that at the level that is required. So he's not going to be, you know, a negative on receiving downs, but he's probably not your first bet. But Mm -hmm. because he brings that aspect, he will get a couple receptions throughout his career. I think, you know, he can probably be sitting at 20, 30 a year. Um, Mm -hmm. Zach Charbonnet, he's a throwback runner in a modern body. And I like that about him.
1: It's going to be teams that like a running back like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean they just want a big physical Bruiser that's just going to maul people Over you know what he would be He would be the perfect Derrick Henry Replacement in Tennessee Because I think he's better than
3: Son Haskins I think think he's better than Son Haskins Yeah, Uh, I I think in Zach Charbonnet's case I think he's a better back for the NFL than for fantasy In my opinion Um, like you said He's like an old school type of uh, Running back Um, and we are looking for guys that's going to be getting receptions out of the backfield. And when it comes to Zach Charbonnet, he's a little bit, you know, a little bit on the slower side, kind of like the AJ Dillon type of back, Um, you know, AJ Dillon, he did turn out to be, you know, uh, a running back two, three type of guy. Um, But I I think at at this point, I'm not as high on him now. I'm probably digging him a little bit more, but uh, at this point, I just think he's for, for fantasy purposes. I think I want to see a little bit more out of the backfield, see if he has good enough hands. Um, so I can put him on my, my team from week to week.
1: You looking to catch some hands, Pork?
2: Oh. Washington <laughs> Avenue. Washington Ave yeah,
3: coming
1: I'm at you. Zach, Shar- Zach Charbonnet and Antonio Gibson. They're gonna gang up on you.
2: <laughs> I well, honestly I'm, I'm
3: halfway right about Gibson. So, <laughs> so far. <laughs> It's true.
2: I mean, the kid just runs hard. He reminds me a lot of like James Conner right now. Like mm, yeah. a dude that runs downhill, yeah. falls forward. And he's gonna he's gonna pluck the ball. I mean, he's he's got good hands from what I've seen. And to me, his play reminds me exactly what James Conner is doing right now. I it just looks identical to me. So I, I like what I see so far. Definitely digging in a little deeper, but we have we have some good prospects, boys.
1: We do. And let's do a dishonorable mention. We are probably going to be one of the (laughs) podcasts that is the lowest on Zach Evans, the guy who just takes what's there and gives the F up. Nate, all that athleticism. I think he's going to be overdrafted in the NFL. He's going to be overdrafted in fantasy rookie drafts.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. That's all I got. I was going
1: to kick it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I actually I watched a couple of films. You know I didn't have my notebook with me at the time, so I didn't write anything down. So I'm gonna go back and rewatch them and make my notes. So those are just some of the initial things that stuck with me. But uh, Nate, what do you got?
0: Yeah, Zach Evans, you know, this is a guy that was a big recruit coming out of high school um at TCU, where he started out. He played for his first mm-hmm. two years. He split time with Ken J. Miller, who we got to see, you know, do really well this year at TCU. And they, they split the backfield pretty even. And Zach Evans showed a lot of promise. He had some flashes of greatness, but you know he didn't have the workhorse role. So he transferred away to Ole Miss, where he was going to take on you know more carries per game, get some receptions, really show that he had the receiving mm-hmm. ability. And what did he do at Ole Miss? He proceeded to get outsnapped by a true freshman Quinshawn Judkins, who, no offense to Quinshawn Judkins, who was an incredible running back, especially uh, so early on, mm-hmm. but. It's not good for Zach Evans, not good for Zach Evans at all. You know, when you transfer, you expect to get a better role. He was pretty much limited to the same role that he had in TCU, played pretty similar. This is another guy that really didn't improve coming into the NFL draft. And probably the worst part of it is that he did not really get any receiving work with Ole Miss. um, Less than 10 receptions on the year, I believe. And when you're looking at that, that, you know, the film – doesn't look like he's necessarily a bad receiver, but there's mm-hmm. a reason why he's not out there on the receiving downs. Yeah. And until we see it, we're not going to think that it exists. You know, we we talked to Matt Waldman about that, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to give a player props for something we haven't seen happen. They have to prove it to us. And okay. with Zach Evans, he hasn't proven that receiving ability. He also looks more like an athlete playing running back than an athletic running back to me. That's what I think. He gives me a lot of Cam Akers vibes. And you guys remember I was not a Cam Akers fan.
1: Yeah. I'm probably not going to have any Zach Evans shares unless he gets good draft capital and he falls to me later than what anyone else is willing to pay.
3: Speaking of, so. I've, seen some, I've seen some bad drops from him, um, so I understand the whole, the whole hands thing. And he runs way too high, and he'd take a lot of bad shots. Like when he was running up the sideline, the guys were just licking their chops to knock him out. And it's just, you know, it's just one of the things where you, like Nate said, he's more of an athlete um, playing running back. And that's, that's, you're not going to last long in the league you keep taking yeah. hits like that.
1: You run high like that, and Roquan Smith sees it. You're going to be, yeah, you're going to be over in that blue tent real quick. That's Sweet. for sure. The key for was-
2: him is just don't be flashy. One cut and go. Use your speed and acceleration. If he gets flashy, he's in trouble for sure. Yep. Yeah. You you get popped, that would
1: stink. But what do you do if that stinks? Clean up with Dr. Squatch, because Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male-specific formulations that directly address the personal care demands. Men like you and me anywhere, Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that were catered to your specific needs, as well as a subscription service. So you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out, because with Dr. Squatch, satisfaction is guaranteed more info, don't drop the soap. Take care of yourself for once and smell great doing it. If you're new to Dr. Squatch, you save 10% on orders of $20 or more on your first purchase when use the promo codes that are linked below. So that is all that we have on the top five and a half, I guess you could say, running backs in this class. Stay tuned here for more running back information and for the deep running back dives. There's really one easy thing to do. Um, you can join, let's find him right here, We got a new rewinder that just popped in when we were recording tonight. And that is G Chilton 20. He's a rewinder. Smart. You can be too. He's going to get all that inside information. He's also going to get access to our notion database. We'll just kick it off right here. And he signed up for a year. Got a 10% discount. So yearly $10 membership comes up to $108. We're practically giving this stuff away. So sign up. We want you to be part of the best community fantasy football it's that easy. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. And hey, fill out some uh, some playoff rosters on Underdog. You can get ready for best ball pickups and rivals. Use the promo code Rewind on Underdog Fantasy. Get a 100% match on deposits up to 100 bucks. If you're headed to a game, time's running out for that. But SeatGeek.com, they have more than just sporting events. Use the promo code Dynasty Rewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. that first beverage on us. So, till next time, everybody. For Chef Bork, and Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.